Alright, everybody, you ready? I'd like to welcome you guys to the challenge. Double agent. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Right Reality Podcast. I'm Steve. And I am Justin. Oh, the bros are here today. How are you doing, Yo. bro? Good, buddy. How are you doing today? Happy Daylight Savings Time. Lost hour of sleep. Oh, Unhappy Daylight Savings Time. We didn't save anything. We've actually lost. Why are we calling it Daylight nah. Savings? We I, save the daylight at the night portion of things. I guess. I'll move to Arizona. Let's get it over with. I know. <laughs> like when I was a kid, it was like fun. We're like, oh my God, let's run around the house and change all the clocks. And now I'm just like, I hate everything about this. I actually get really happy on this day. Life hack. I never, I never changed my car time whatsoever. So like all the last six months, my clock has been in my car. It's been an hour off. And guess what? This morning when I go to get my McDonald's breakfast on Sunday mornings for the fam and the clock's correct. I didn't have to change it. So screw y'all. Wow. <laughs> Who cares about the last six months? Today, it was all worth it for that moment this morning. Felt good, not going to lie. What a real heady play by you, bro. <laughs> Just listen. All you guys know listening to this that we're obviously first the unofficial official official. Obviously. But also, we have hot takes coming out of our you-know-wheres. And third... <laughs> We've just given you pro-life advice. A huge life hack there. Just go six months with the clock being wrong <laughs> for that one brief second to get in your car and realize that your clock is right. Well, I, it was worth it. Not going to lie. It's worth it. Well, I imagine for the next week as you're in the car, you'll quickly glance at it and be like, that's an hour. No, it's not. It's right again now. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me how right I am. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just an absolute pro move. And I bet you it's only really like three buttons that you would have to hit to get the time correct, right? They have made it much easier in cars <laughs> to change the time. <laughs> it used to be a huge pain in the ass, but it is quite easy now. But, uh, you know, hey. Settings. Little things, man. Settings. Clock. <laughs> daylight savings. It's yeah. correct. But, but. By damn, if you think I'm going to do those three buttons. You got, hey, the, I got to tell you what, the joy I had this morning, it was... A lot more joyful than it would have been had I gone in and just changed the clock and been right the last six months. No. No. I'm going to do that. That's great. I, I might leave my car clock an hour behind for the next, or an hour ahead for the next six months and see how I feel about that. Just check you it out see. next time, guys. Check it out next time this comes around. Just give it a whirl. Give it a whirl. Again. Yeah. The amount of things that you guys gain listening to this podcast, other than challenge yeah. takes, the it list is good to kind of go against the man too. You know what I'm saying? <gasps> like, I'm not going to conform to your rules. You want me to change yeah. my clock? Like, no, I'm not going to. All you sheep changing your <laughs> clocks? <laughs> exactly. Do your own time yeah. research, you sheeps. <laughs> uh, well, welcome everybody. And if it's your first time listening or your hundredth time listening, we're very glad that you made it in this week. Bro, let me tell you, we have some brand new segments that are coming to the show this week. Oh, that right. I am so happy for the listeners to be ready for. So many great new segments here on the Right Reality wow. this week, on the unofficial, okay. official, official, that are just coming straight to your ear holes with just tons of takes and information <laughs> on this one hour episode of the challenge, which mm -hmm. nobody prepared us for. I was like, get ready. Oh, oh, it's an hour. Luckily, Mama Frank was a day ahead of watching. She's like, it's only an hour this week. I was like, oh, okay, good. I know that. Going yeah, on. I was actually really excited watching. I never looked at the guide, and I was I was really excited realizing we're like the 50-minute part, and we're in the elimination. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. We're going to get like a sneak peek the next half hour. Mm -hmm. da -da -da -da. I had no idea it was only an hour, and the episode <laughs> ended, and I was, I was pissed. Well, I pissed is a little harsh. I was just I was a little disappointed. I, I wanted mm -hmm. a little... Well, something. I feel like when it's this late in the game, they like sometimes reach to fill the hour and a half. So they've yeah. been smart the past years. Like the the last episode before the final, or the two episodes before. This is what makes me think. I don't know. We're jumping ahead. I don't think next week is like a full regular week. I think it's like 
all the teams that have already been paired up, there's one team that's not going to make it to the final, and that's what they're doing. But yeah, we'll see. I, I, I could be completely wrong. Uh, we, we pick up this week, first of all, where we left off with the Night of Hell Challenge, which is a great idea because it's just really cool elements of this. Uh, Fessy is trying to throw the challenge without it looking like he's throwing the challenge, <laughs> and he is doing what I would say is an awful job at that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Here, hold this medicine ball. Okay, well, um, I'm going to let Anissa carry 90% of this weight. Um, his, face, his face during the eating thing, like the acting was so bad. <laughs> so bad. I, you know, Razzie Award maybe for for Fessy this year. You <laughs> yeah, know, could be in his on his horizon. Yeah, worst actor in a reality television series <laughs> goes to Fessy <laughs> for fake vomiting, but real vomiting at the same time. Congratulations, Ugh. sir! So he's trying to throw the challenge so he can be stolen. How do we feel about this? I think it's smart. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a good move. And maybe throw the challenge is a strong term. He's just trying not to win. I think there's <laughs> no, he's throwing it, but I, I think it's fair. I think it's total fair game. Oh, yeah, I why think, not? How many other teams did the exact same thing where they just were trying not to win? They at a, at a couple point, a lot of teams just tapped out. They're like, well, we're not going to win, so let's stop eating yeah. this disgusting, disgusting food. Um, which brings me to my next question about this. Mm-hmm. Justin, how do you feel like you would do in an eating challenge? No, I'd be that. See, that's where I will never get mad at any of those people for having trouble eating or being like, screw this. I'm done. If they didn't necessarily need to win it because I, I would, I would struggle so hard in that. I'm a big guy. I like eating food, but I would with the eating challenge, like the gross stuff. I got a really picky, really bad stomach with that. I would not be good. So you're telling me you've never had cheese juice before, Justin? No, I have not. And I've actually, wasn't it like shrimp cheese juice or something? It was, it was green. I remember it being like I thought a I heard weird, the word shrimp in there. I've actually never tried shrimp before in my entire life and I won't because it just looks gross. So you've never had shrimp? No. Oh. Remember that episode of Office where Dwight talks about like the he's at the one party at David Wallace's house and he's like, you see that black line on the back of the shrimp? That's feces. It is like I never tried shrimp before that. Like, I'm not going to try it now. <laughs> Thanks, Dwight. Again, if you haven't watched The Office, now you know that that's actually true facts right there. Like, yeah. You're just learning yeah. things. How, how would you do in the in the challenge like this? Absolutely horrendous. Horrendous. I was dry heaving watching this. Oh, yeah. You know, with other people puking around you, the smell that's going to be given off and chance. stuff. It would it would be that would be awful. That would be so bad. Not a chance. If I see people throwing up or hear them throwing up, I I I start the whole eh, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, it starts happening. <clears throat> it takes me back to I don't know if I've shared this before on the podcast. Maybe I have. Um that when I was in middle school, I got sick. I was not feeling good. Uh, Mom Frank already knows where this is heading. I <laughs> did not feel good in middle school, so I went to the nurse's office, which was in the the sixth grade portable. Uh, <clears throat> and while I was there, I said to the to the nurse, "I'm not feeling good. My stomach hurts." And she's. She was like, I don't know. There's a lot of people faking sick right now. To- oh, yeah. I think you actually, you did, and, actually I think you told us on this pod a couple of weeks ago. Oh, maybe I did. Well, I threw up yeah. and then I had to like clean up my own throw up, which caused me to then throw up again because the janitor didn't want to clean it up. So I cleaned it up and I threw up while cleaning up the throw up. Ugh. So I, ever since then, it's been a nonstop I can't even look at it, hear it, or whatever without, like, bad. it gets bad. Yeah, so not so much. So I would not do good at that. I don't think I would want the cheese juice. It just reminds me of Jay and Jenna in the final. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, when Jay, get, when Jay threw in the towel in the final. Uh, and, and Jenna was like, I think this is what, like, made me fall in love with Jenna at the time. She was just like, just keep going. And then I'm also like, if she dated Jay, like, I definitely have a chance here. Yeah. 
feel like I have an in at least because of that. So Jay, not to be confused with our new Jay from our, Survivor. Very Made good point, big, Justin. big difference in Jay's. Big swing. Just to clarify. Yeah. See, now that's the case. So like, if it was the final, then I'm doing everything I can to eat that shit. Like, I'm not, you know, like, I'm, I'm not giving up. I am doing everything I can. If it's this daily challenge, like, I'm probably, I'm probably giving up. Maybe pulling a fessy, but not faking it. And actually, like, that's what I'm actually, how I'm actually trying to eat it. I feel like you got to do the whole plug your nose situation. And then eat, yeah. you know, so you can't really taste it. They usually, though, I'm wondering if the cheese juice was actually like Gatorade. Because every time at the eating challenges, they've had like bottles of water there for them because they're mm-hmm. getting dehydrated by throwing up. So I'm wondering whether that cheese juice was like yellow Gatorade or something like that to help mm-hmm. them, you know kind of keep all that down i don't know anyway Um, it was fucking gross (laughs) it was gross and i was like do they have buckets for a while i wasn't sure if they had buckets or if they were just throwing up on the ground and then stepping in their own vomit which would have been even more diabolical of the producers and you know what i could have done with about six less of the projectile vomiting (laughs) clips like poor Corey, like six times we're just showing it like oh you can show one. I get to show one to like let us know what's happening, and then just give us the sounds or something. But to keep on showing it, and the, and the way it is, like that pure white. Oh. I, I'm getting queasy thinking about it. It's just oh. so gross. Eh. Yeah, I'm thinking about yeah. it. Eh. Oh god, it's not good. It's not good. Uh, but you know, nobody really competed in that, and we'll we'll get to that <coughs> question in in a moment there about. Um, how do we prevent this from happening in the future? We'll, we'll bring that back up as as we get through the rest of the show here. Um, but let's let's go back to Fessy trying to throw the challenge so he can jettison Anissa as his partner. <laughs> so it brings us to a very important conversation. What do you feel like America's consensus is with her on the show now at this point? Because I feel like she, at some points, has been America's sweetheart on the show. And we're just all cheering and rooting for Anissa. And now I just feel like I don't know where people stand. Because I'm starting to get to the point where I'm, I love a good OG. I love a good OG. I'm just questioning now why the producers keep bringing her back at this point. And... Because I don't really feel what she's got like a 5% chance of winning the final at most, right? I, I don't know. Yeah. And this is nothing personal against Anissa. I love her as a cast member in the show. But as the show has evolved from being this wild, crazy hookup, you know, argument show, it's become more and more like a physical competition show. And she, she's not in the shape that she needs to be to do that. And this is me talking as somebody who's clearly not in shape talking about this, but I'm just trying to figure out why. And I I don't know if it's the producers bringing her back for this to be the issue. Like, we know we're going to have a team partner season. We're going to be able to switch. Let's bring her back because we know people aren't going to want to be partnered with her, and that will deliver some drama. And if that's the hmm. reason, that's a shitty thing to do hmm. to somebody. It's not like this is her first rodeo. She had to know like what's going to be going on, and that it gets harder and harder every season. I don't know. I don't know where you feel on that. I think I've gone up and down on Anissa a lot. Um, I think I think we feel like when we first started this pod, I think whatever season she was on, I think a question came up: "What do you think about Anissa?" And I was like, "Nah." Like I just didn't think she brought a whole lot. I just was just kind of like, you know what? She's there. Whatever. I actually, and I don't, I think, I don't know if I'd ever say that she was America's sweetheart. I don't think, I think she's been just there and been, I don't know if that's ever been the case, but I think that I like her on the show now. And I, and I, I never, I never disliked her on the show. I never disliked her. I just thought like, meh, like, yeah. meh. like, okay, she doesn't do a whole lot for me. She's not like that entertaining. She's not whatever. I feel like, there's something about Anissa having a level-headed adult in the room 
Mm. Um, and I feel like she is that person. Now I feel like I have a feeling that she's very, a really good person to have in the house, especially for a lot of the women to be able to come through and talk to and mm-hmm. level headedness. And, um, I don't know. I don't have any issue with her being on the show anymore. I don't, I don't think it's like, oh, let's have someone. I, I feel I, I, maybe I'm giving benefit of the doubt. I don't think it's like a diabolical plan to create good TV by knowing someone's going to want to ditch her as a partner. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think that at all. I just think it's like nice to have, sorry, hear a dog shaking in the background. Yeah. So anyways, like I'm cool with her on. I think it's just nice to have an adult in the room. Um, there's not, you know, and yeah, I don't know. That's I'm still, you know, yeah, I'm fine with it. I get it. Not, I get not, it. Not too strong of a take either way, but yeah. yeah. I get it because sometimes there are people on the show who you know are just there to service some sort of part of the show. You know, yeah, she's a good narrator too. Like it's like she's level headed. I think that's yeah. There's there's not a lot of that. They're, they put purposely put a lot of people on there to cause drama. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's one of them. It's just nice to have someone. I bet she's great with production. I bet she's like, I bet she's a very integral part of the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're gonna move on. For our first new segment oh. of the week. Oh. The name of this segment is called Bros Talking Like Bros. It's the Bros oh, Talking bro. Like Bros moment of the week. Bro. Brought to you by Manscaper Trimmers. <laughs> Manscapers. Hit us up. Uh, my, brother got, my brother got me the Manscaped uh, package. Really? For, for Christmas. Yeah. Wow. Came with a complimentary pair of underwear as well. And I got to say, the underwear was very comfortable. Wow. Great job, Manscapes. Yeah, I, yeah man, I'm on listen, board. Li- listen to that product placement we just gave you, Manscapes. Absolutely. <laughs> just listen. I, we'd be such great partners. <laughs> I'm telling you, Such man. great partners. Hit us up. Yeah. So, again, this is the bros talking like bros moment of the week. So what about you and Gabby? I don't know. She cool. And that is the bros talking like bros moment of the week. Oh, that was good, bro. So what about you and Gabby? Yeah, she's cool. (laughs) To the listeners, I I didn't know that was coming. That was good. Ladies, this is real. This is how we talk about you. She's cool. So you've been hanging out with uh, Jessica. What's that like? Yeah, you know, she's cool. Solid, oh man that's great <laughs> <laughs> oh what a great segment bros talking like bros moment of the week. For real, yeah. i love it that was really good <laughs> it, it's just so funny because it, this conversation like kind of came out of nowhere and i'm like oh they're gonna talk about you know him hooking up with gabby which we haven't heard about in like i don't know a hot minute and then all of a sudden the story like turned to it was more about fessy and tori yeah. And I'm like, what's what's going on here? This is strange. This I is mean, the strange. Way they did the whole season, when we talked about that earlier on, like they kind of spent a few segments like talking about Fessy and Tori like being friendly or whatever, but then like she was gone so early. It was like, why would why would we do that? Like why I I wrote down as one of my notes, are they just doing this for like a reunion talking point? Mm. Or are they bring this back up now because they do know that her and Jordan have broke up before, obviously, when this was probably first edited, that might yeah. have not been out there. Because Corey said something along the lines of, last time I talked to Tori, she said everything wasn't good. And I'm like, <laughs> this is a really strange thing to put in the show. About, like, one of your number one females that you love, I'm sure, as production, to be like, we're going to throw her. She's not even on the show anymore. And we're going to throw her relationship under the bus. They only put this in because they had broken up. I I mean, could it be driving some listeners to the podcast that she's on, too? Because, what, it's the Tori and Anissa, which I would, I mean... I again, I haven't listened to it. We talked about it. I'm sure it's pretty good. Like I, I'd, I'd be interested in actually listening this week to see if Tori talks about it. So, but I don't know. Is that enough of a money draw to make mm. to make it worth putting a segment? And I don't, I don't, you know, who knows? I don't. Know. Now, 
if following this segment they had like a commercial for it and it was like with Anissa and Tori because they've been having a couple of those yeah as they air on MTV um maybe it did seem strange but I was like this is a really and then they had like a flashback clip to her and him yeah, like in the, in the hot tub uh-huh. and I was like I what what's going on here now, maybe I just wanted to show bros talking like bros, man. That's obviously what it was, but they were setting up for again a brand new segment called Is This Person Psychic? And oh. it's our very first Is This Person Psychic? Ooh. And this person is Corey. Ooh. And I think Corey is psychic. I think Tori and Jordan are going to call it quits. You and Tori are going to give it a go. You guys will probably date for a year. Then you and Tori can escape to Mexico. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, bro. By the way, while lifting to have those premonitions, that's... Obviously. Who would have had the shirt popped off would have been etched in stone. Perfect, perfect moment. Now, here's the thing. Corey might be pretty close, except he got the order wrong. Oh. I mean... Did they go to Mexico? They went to Turks and Caicos. They were seen together in Turks and Caicos. Tori and Fessy were? Yeah. Yeah. For real? For real, bro. I didn't know there was actually anything actually going on. There is photographic evidence of them in Turks and Caicos together. Yeah. Wow. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So the order might be a little off. And maybe they're waiting for the season to play out before they announce you know, any sort of I didn't know I didn't even know that they were actually actually like seeing each other or whatever. No, I don't know if they were seeing each other or if they just took a trip as friends yeah, where yeah, one yeah, friend really it. likes the other friend and Yeah. Fair. You know, friend just <laughs> friends just go on trips to Turk and Caicos. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Just chill and enjoy the sun, you know, and avoid the Rona. <laughs> You know, all, all those things. But, I mean, Corey, Corey's getting wise in his in his papa, papa years. I agreed, yeah. No, it makes sense. He's got all this, like, dating advice now for, for Fessy, who's, <laughs> you know, Fessy's best friend, apparently. Uh, Corey's, you know, the best friend. But it was just, it was a strange moment. I, but I enjoyed, obviously, two bros talking to each other while lifting. And that was, that, exactly. So perfect, man. Fantastic. Club pump. Um, club swole. Sorry, club swole. <laughs> club swole. It's the club swole uh, Iceland venue yep. that you started. Yeah. <laughs> the, it's the branch off. Um, yep. But let, let's get back back to the, the daily here. Um, we had some people not continue, and we basically had a, a two-team race between uh, Corey and Gabby, who needed her skull, and between uh, Leroy and Casey. And basically, that would mean, you know, we kind of saw the writing on the wall of this challenge coming up that was probably mm-hmm. going to be the two girls who did not have skulls left minus big two who could not compete because Nam had to go home or Nam had to go home. Speaking of the, I mean, we, we got to give some props to Kyle for the Nam testicle oh, that he had. So good. So that, good. That, I, that was, that was hilarious. And the look in his face when he was saying <laughs> that was, was awesome. So thank you for that, Kyle. Kyle is just like really exploded as a narrator on this show. hundred percent, man. He's been fantastic with that this year i would love to see all of kyle's interview moments oh yes and how much of this is like him being prompt by the producers to say kind of specific lines and how much is just him rattling stuff off the dome i feel like he comes up comes up with it himself i don't feel like 80 percent of it is off the dome maybe a few takes but like I'm sure he comes up with like yeah. the knob testicle thing himself. Yeah, that's it's it's really good. Also, congratulations to Kyle, who is who's going to be having having a baby. Oh no way! Yeah, his girlfriend is pregnant. Oh, good man, Kyle. Or as Wes said uh, in his tweet this week, 
Kyle trapped his girlfriend with a baby. <laughs> That's a very West thing to say. Very much so. <clears throat> yeah, what a, what a just Kyle was a big star of this show, and you're gonna hear some more audio from Kyle coming up in a little while, because uh, he had some gems throughout this throughout this broadcast here. Now, I have to ask you. We we talked about it before. A lot of people stopped competing in this because they felt like there was no need for them to continue to go. They had their skulls. They were safe. It didn't really matter. <clears throat> I feel like this is going to continue to happen. I feel like last week was a little bit like it, too, where just the teams that have skulls feel like super confident in themselves and they're ability not to have to go in and things like that so i ask is there anything that you can think of that we can do because we obviously know they listen to us as the unofficial official official totally obviously um any advice we can give to production on what can be done to prevent this because i felt like this was a really cool challenge this is a really good thing we had the eating which is central to the challenge and some teams just stopped and didn't even try. And I hate that. And I love TJ calling them out. But other than that, like, it sucked. Like, Big T couldn't compete. She probably could have had a teammate who wanted to compete. And she can't even get a chance to get a gold skull at this point because other teams just quit on, on competing anyway. So do you have any thoughts, any solutions, if you will? for what we might be able to do to prevent this from happening in the future. I think it's that I don't think it's that big of a deal personally. Um I don't even really think it's a thing. I don't know. I think that it's no matter what the challenge is when there's two people left with no skulls like that, the writing's probably on the wall that they're going to go in for each other. So it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Um I think if it was a different challenge without eating in there, maybe people would have competed, but yeah. like they're like whatever. Uh I also think that, you know, at this point, I I, I love Big T. I'm rooting for. I don't feel bad for anybody who doesn't have a chance to go in and get her skull, get their skull, because they've had 12 weeks to <laughs> have a chance to win something or go in. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess I personally don't see it as a big okay. issue whatsoever. I think that it'll be, I think when you get to that point when there's just two people left, I think almost no matter what, no, no one who doesn't, no one who has a skull is going to want to go in, right? And like right. the two people who don't want to go, in, they they want to go in. So like, why would they risk? I mean, the only thing, if you're wondering like how to avoid this in the future, I, I wouldn't mind seeing like, what if someone gets wins wins two eliminations? They get two skulls. They have a safety net. What if they have a safety net? So like, Ooh. you know, so let's say that Fessy got thrown in again by someone and he wins again. Boom! You know what? I got two skulls now. I got a backup, so I can I can lose one, but I can still stay or something. Mm. Like that could be motivation to want to for everybody to want to keep going in. But then I don't know. You could convolute the process with a lot of people not getting chances. I don't know. Honestly, I think just this week with two people left, there's not much you can do, and I'm yeah. totally fine with how it played out. I don't really think much of it. Well, you bring up a good point there because I don't know. I I just I dislike it. I think it just takes all the stuff out of the challenge, especially if you have a gold skull at this point. You feel like you don't really need to win because. But they like, have earned it. I mean, if you have the gold skull, you've earned it, you right? Earned it like so, in, maybe you do. You get the benefit to be able to. It's been a really stressful ass season. Yeah, you're stressing out that someone's going to throw you in again, throw you in again. You get to this point where there's only two people left without a skull. Like hell yeah, man! Take yeah. the night off. Like take take the weekend off and just breathe easy for <laughs> once. This entire it's a good take. Stressful. I like that season. I I would say what you could also do is you could take a page out of Survivor, where you could have randomly at some point during the season, if you win and you already have a gold skull, you can get some sort of like immunity idol type thing or like a veto mm -hmm. vote or something like that to kind of throw things off that you can hold and then it becomes a drama moment with that. Also, the other thing I think you can do if for the people who like really want to see everybody continue to go, it's the number one thing people talk about on this show is like, I I'm here to win a million dollars. Put, put some money on the line. 
Yeah, put some money for the daily. Let's, I agree. Let's so go back to like team bank accounts or your yep. individual bank accounts. And like if we say there's a million dollars at the end of the line, okay, let's let's take, you know, $250,000 out of that pot and put it towards daily wins. And so if you and your teammate win the daily, we can actually do it first, second, third. So there's still some incentive for you to finish, right? It's not like a runaway like this mm-hmm. week. First, second, third, you get you get money uh, individually on your team. And if you get eliminated, if somebody like eliminates you and, and you get a, a gold skull or you take them out in the crater or whatever the, the format is, you get their money. And like you that. get that money mm-hmm. if you make it to the final and finish. Because what I absolutely hate that they've been doing for the past couple of years is that the winners get this obscene amount of money for finishing the final and then second and third gets like five dollars and a pack of gum sucks yep so now we're going to incentivize you finishing the final and trying hard because you'll get your payout of all the money you had during the year that you that you acquired right so that money is going to be with someone when it gets to the gets to the final. So not only are you paying for are you are you going for seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars, but we're telling you you need to finish in order to cash out the extra twenty five to forty to maybe a hundred grand that you collected during the season. And I think that's a real interesting way that you could maybe get some people to like keep going for first, second, and third place as it goes off. Um because it's just it, it it sometimes will drag the episode and there's not much we can do. But I get it. Like I get what you said. Like I have my gold skull. Why am I gonna eat this disgusting stuff where yeah. I could perhaps have food poisoning for two days, be sitting on the toilet for two days, be vomiting for two days, mm-hmm. be completely drained of every fluid in my body for two days just so I can be third place? No, thank you. Yeah, I think if I mean for the most part, I think the power to win the daily is really, really important. So they've been very competitive. I just don't think one, one or two of these dailies where mm-hmm. not everyone was trying. I don't think that takes away from the. I think the format's worked. I yeah. like the format. I think I agree with what you said. Maybe throw attached, you know, ten grand to the winners. Just that they just can't even keep. Like that's it does. They don't even have to win. They just to mm. keep ten grand. Like they do the Burger King challenge, something yeah. like that. You know, but. Beyond that, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I think they've been competitive for the most part. Okay, let's move on to another new segment. Oh, this is three. Oh, bro! Wow, I know it's absolutely incredible. Steve Frank, everybody. Thank you, thank you, everybody. Appreciate you being here. <laughs> uh, it's time for the. I think I smell BS moment of the week. Oh, hold on. Let me see if I can guess what's what it's going to be. Oh. I'm going to say it's when they were at the vote and they were asking about switching partners and everybody was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Would you guys be switching partners? Would you be switching partners? <laughs> I don't know, yeah. Honestly, I'm not even really thinking about changing partners right now. For me, I just need to take it one step at a time. Yes. Yes. Congratulations, Justin. Nailed it. Your price is Burger King for a year. <laughs> Nailed it. You get a briefcase full of a Burger King gift card. Congratulations, Justin. I just, I just dropped the mic, baby. Just dropped it. I now, you know, you now have the time to make a speech to congratulate, you know, and to say thanks for anybody who helped you get to this point. And if you go on too long, we'll play some music to, you know, get you off stage. Uh, I'm speechless. I don't know what to say. Thank you, Steve. And that has been the... I think I smell bullshit moment of the week. <laughs> Listen, the fact that she added some really great athletes speak into the end of that was was fantastic. I'm just trying to take it one one thing at a time. <laughs> no, girl. No. You're lying. You know you're taking Fessy. Everyone knows you're taking Fessy. Well, I'm, I'm not really thinking about this at that point. It's not going to change the vote anyway. Just like, I, I don't know. And like the moment before that almost became the BS moment of the week. Mm-hmm. Before she said that, which was like, you know, I don't really know. 
I mean, if Kyle proved to me that he wouldn't switch, I'd, I, you know, I'd probably stay with him. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Yeah. You're telling me you would stay with Kyle? I don't think you would. You would take Fessy. You would take Fessy. I know it. You know it. Vegetable lasagna over there knows Vegetable it. Vegetable lasagna. <laughs> I got a question. Do you think it's the right? Do you think it's the right move to go take Fessy out of the other dudes? Um, not necessarily. I would say no, because again, if she would have watched last year, where we were so convinced Fessy would do great, I believe he came in third or fourth mm-hmm. because he couldn't climb up a mountain. I have a very strong feeling they will not be going anywhere because of the Rona. And again, mm-hmm. you will be climbing a mountain in Iceland yeah. again. So yeah. unless he's done some altitude training, I don't think he's going to be ready for this again. Kyle came in second last year. He's been known to do well in finals. He's got endurance. Like, I I don't know. I would stick with Kyle. I'm taking Leroy. And I'm, I'm splitting up yeah. partially for the fact to split up him and Casey. Well, they weren't available this week because they were double H's. Oh, you're right. You're right. But oh, good call. Okay, I, I well, would. Was never on the table to, to like for that, right? I guess they're. I mean, and also, we're sleeping on Durrell. Like yeah, Durrell, who hasn't true. lost the final, is yeah. being slept on. It's a good point. I just think like if you think Fessy, like if you think Fessy is the number one dude or whatever it is, like I guess we we still don't know what the final is, and I guess if you are. The one thing I, I I'm still not convinced. I don't think I'll say this. I do not think, I don't think who they're paired up now is going to be who they run the final. I I don't I, don't I think agree. There's going to be any correlation. That's my personal feeling. I don't think that they're going to run the final together. I just don't think that the partner thing is going to go into the finals. That's my belief. We'll see, but that's my belief. Number one, but number two, if you do believe that, why would you? And you think like Fessy's one of the greatest dude like maybe take someone else and just if you think they're going to be partnered like have anisa tied to him so like they're maybe going to win the next daily so because you don't if you're if you're not you want you want anisa to be in that final you want anisa yes. to be in there yes that's one person you probably feel comfortable that yes. you're going to be able to beat so yeah. why i don't know why risk that whatsoever like why risk putting her in danger of like going back in or going home put her against someone put her with someone strong let them win another daily like yeah. Let her not have to go down again. And I don't know. I just don't think it's – I don't think it was the play, but we'll – I don't see. think it – that's a really, really smart strategy point there, bro. Um, Thanks, bro. You're welcome, bro. It's, it's very interesting. It's very, very interesting. We're, we're – we're treating Fessy, and I know if Brooke was here, she would be just destroying all this. <laughs> By the way, your reviews are coming shortly. We haven't forgot about your reviews. They're coming shortly. Um, we, we, I, I don't feel like Fessy has proved that he is the number one male in the house. I agree. I agree. I think he's maybe the highest he is. Is maybe a two? Maybe a who, two? Who would you put one over him then? It's tough because I I, I think to use the old adage at like you gotta you gotta beat the king, right? What's the line? I can't even think of it. Yeah. When you come for the whatever it is. You, you, when you come for the king, you best not miss. Yeah. But in order to to be the best, you have to beat the best. There it is. Mm-hmm. And right now I still feel like Darrell is the best. He's got the best yeah. record of anybody there. He is unstoppable in finals. Yes, I realize the finals were very different back in his day, and they were team finals. I understand most of that logic. But also you have CT there, who does incredible in finals as well, mm-hmm. and is just an endurance machine. And so you have him there, and then Leroy, who's in the best shape I think he's ever been in on this yep. show. He's put in off-season work for swimming, which is probably not going to come up because we're in a cold-weather venue. I don't think that's going to happen in the final. But, like, we saw him last season gas 
on a final. And this was the thing we said with Zach originally. It's the same Zach scenario playing out again. And I think if Fessy gets to the final and does not win and doesn't come in second place, a lot of people are going to be changing their thought on him going into next season if he comes back. A lot yeah, of people. I, yeah. And I think that it will be an absolute destroyer for him to be the guy everybody thought's the number one guy, as we did going into last season's final, and he came in fourth. And then this season, where he could come in third or fourth. Listen, this the men's side is absolutely stacked right now. Yeah, it is. Absolutely stacked right now. I would also say they brought in a lot of great men this year to be in there. They did a great job with the women as well, but there are the, some of the ladies just don't come back the same way that the men come back, you know, season after season after season here. I, yeah. And I, I feel like there were more female rookies this year than there were male rookies. I, That's I right, I think. I think that might be true. I, I'd, have to, I'd have to verify that. But I, I don't know. The final is going to be very interesting. I think... I want to say maybe it starts the end of next week. I don't know why I'm thinking that, mm. but I did see the next week on, and the fact that they only really showed like one thing to me is like a jarring yeah. thing that they don't want to spoil anything. I think that I feel like Festy's the number one guy when it comes to an elimination. He's the last person of any of them that I want to see in an elimination. Okay. Um. I so I'm going to give him that. He's the last person I'd want to go against of anybody because he's got the power. Got the agility, got the speed, all that stuff. Final, yeah, I, I think a great point, by the way, is saying we're sleeping on Darrell. Great point, because we totally are. I think Darrell and Leroy, I feel like at this point, I'd put them one, two in either in either order, because mm-hmm. Leroy's in phenomenal shape. You can see it. Like, his muscles are bigger, but they're also, like, more ripped he's got like he's just he's, he's a mental lean. He's, 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 he's lean ripped. He's so damn focused yeah Durrell again four for four you cannot deny that record he's still in great shape probably would have been put, five for five if he didn't, didn't punch Brad if he in didn't the face be, yeah if he didn't deck B-Rad uh <laughs> then yeah man and then I, I think Kyle and CT I, I feel like going into a final I would take Kyle yeah I just there's something so, yeah, about I, I Kyle. Think, I, honestly, I think Fessy would be last of those five who have skulls for me in a final. If if we say that the final is the same as last year, right? Same exact thing as last mm-hmm. time. I would I would agree with you because I don't yeah. see how they move to anywhere else where it's like a like a jungle final, right, or a desert final. It's very clear that they they for COVID reasons. If they left, they'd have to go quarantine for somewhere. They'd have to take all the crew there. That's not going to happen right now. So it's going to be a cold weather thing. Now, Iceland's got some pretty ridiculous, like, landscape as we've seen this year. Also, yeah, can I just say, I really think this is the most beautiful location they've been on. Like, just, it almost seems like this season's been, like, in this scientific CGI world. Because it just looks so yeah. cool versus some of these other places they've been at before. Anywho, I, I was agree. In it would be very hours. interesting did to I see. Did I tell you that before? Say that again? I was in Iceland for 24 hours. Did I tell you that before? No. Yeah, I went to Germany senior year of high school, but the German trip, and we, we, we flew through Reykjavik, Iceland. And uh-huh. so, like, we had a 24-hour layover. So went to the hot springs there. Oh, and, bro. Uh, stayed in a hostel and then took off to Germany the next morning. It was gorgeous. How were the hot springs? Oh, it was amazing, dude. It was like that giant one you see in, like, it was the big giant the one photos. that we went to that they show a lot of yeah. things, and it was pretty wild, man. It was it was awesome. It was beautiful. That's really cool. I do I do want to go there. I'm going to add that to my list. Maybe I can go to the Challenge House. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, So we get to the elimination. It's going to be Gabby and Nani. And the first thing that runs through my head is... Nani is going to lose right before the end again. Yeah. Here it comes right to the end, and she's going to be eliminated. Now, right before that, right before that, she was talking with Anissa, who was crying and saying, you know, 
This happens to me every year. People underestimate me. I want to get to the final. This has been my X number of years doing this. I just want to win. Bobby Bobby Blue. Do you think she was trying to guilt Nani into not taking Fessy? Yes. <laughs> yes. That was a very clear and, answer. Hey, I, got, I, have, and I, I have no problem with that whatsoever. I think that was very smart. smart. I got no problem with that whatsoever. Problem is, that's not working on Nani. Nah. That might have worked on Gabby. Yeah, because Nani's had the same thing years yeah. and years over and over and not made it. Yeah. Exactly. And you know what? Here's the thing. Nani would have done the exact same thing in the other in, if if the oh, roles 100%. were reversed. One hundred percent would have yep. done the exact same thing, but I wasn't yeah, no working. No problem even, with that whatsoever. Yeah, even at the end, she's like, "Sorry, Nisi." She's like, "Yeah, whatever." I'm a little, I'm a little upset. It's like you can't be upset. You knew this was coming. Like, I, 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 I think they're both cool with it. I mean, I don't yeah. think it's, yeah. So we have a, uh, a Gabby and Nani elimination, basically jump for the ring and then put it on there. Going into this, did you feel, did you also think Nani was, was going to lose this going in? Because I was like 80% sure she was going to lose. Yeah, and honestly, I don't, uh, I mean, hand up, I feel like I underestimate Nani as a competitor. I don't think she's that great. I love Nani. I love yeah. her on the show. When it comes to the challenges and as a competitor, I just don't like think she's as for, I don't, and she doesn't claim to be. So I'm not, there's like nothing, I'm not like trying to be negative on this. Yeah. I just don't see her as this big like threat. I think she's solid. She's fine. She's solid. And I think that I know Gabby's like a trainer. I haven't seen much from Gabby this season either, but, but I did think when it came to this challenge that I thought that I thought that Gabby was going to win. And when, especially when Gabby got the first ring and did it, I'm like, oh yeah, poor Nani. I, I, was, I, I was rooting for Nani. I wanted Nani to win. I was so. So impressed in that first one of her getting that ring and mm-hmm. her battling Nani. Because, again, I, I feel a lot of people underestimated Gabby this season. And I completely forgot that she was like a fitness trainer. Right. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, boy, what's what's going to happen here? She gets that first ring and I go, oh, man, this is this is going to this is going to sting. Now, mind you, going into this. In her thirteen or twelve eliminations that she has seen, she's three and nine heading wow. into this. Wow, three and nine. Wow, wow is right, and a That's lot tough. of them have been in the very last week. She lost to Ashley on that one. Uh, where you had to like go through the 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 jungle mountain and. And all that right at the end to get the relic. She lost to Ashley on that mm. to get to the final. Ashley. Ashley. Millionaire Mitchell, yeah. And then she lost last year um, to uh, DJ Mel Reeves right before the end. A pregnant oh. DJ Mel Reeves. Yeah. Reeves. Like DJ. Gotcha, yeah. Mel. <laughs> Kal- I call her Khaleesi. That's what Oh, I'm yeah. Avi. Yeah, Khaleesi there. It was very interesting, man. It was um I really thought she was done for. And yeah. she gets that first one. She fights like hell, which I didn't expect to see. Oh, I expected to see her fight. I expected that 100%. Yeah. Okay. Second go, an absolute back and forth. Like That's awesome. Knee on the head, everything we want to see in elimination. Everybody yelling on top. It's like great great shots great editing as well in this you weren't really sure what was gonna go she dragged literally dragged nani for a little bit and then eventually nani gets the ring on and we go to a third one although uh maybe this was a five best of five now the reason i say that justin it was very clear that there was some additional TJ audio edited in to say mm. the best of three that was edited in. So I'm wondering if originally they did five and it was two, two, and then 91, they're like, we don't even need to show the other two. It doesn't matter at this point. We're getting close. It's only an hour episode. Let's just show 
three of them. Anywho, it doesn't make sense why that wouldn't have been there to begin with, but uh, whatever. They always say it's best of whatever. I, I bet TJ may have mumbled when he was out there. They didn't catch the audio right, so he had to redo it. I don't think that. Yeah, I think okay. he did. Because everything else has been best of three. So. I'll, I'll see what my sources can tell me about that. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I'll reach out. And then Nani ends up getting the ring on the third one and puts down a sick juke move. Yeah. Like awesome. Just a, a just an ankle breaker and gets away from Gabby for the easy basic one, two, three. Ding ding ding. Nani gets her gold skull. Q crying. Q all of the emotions flooding out of That's her. Awesome. Long awesome. time waiting. I was trying to find it a little bit earlier when we were talking to see when the last actual elimination she won is. And we'd have to go back quite a bit because, as I said, hasn't been a great record recently. And three. Yeah. Three and nine. That's tough. So, yeah. Total Madness lost to Melissa week 13. War of the Worlds 2 lost to Smashley (laughs) episode 14. She lost to Georgia on War of the Worlds 1 in week 12, episode 12. She lost to Dario and Nicole, her own bloodline, (laughs) on Rivals 3 when she was paired with Wes. I hope Nicole has has cut some money out of her makeup budget. Oh, boy. So her last win, her last elimination win... Was was war uh, was rivals three when her and Wes beat Nate and Christina. Nate, let me tell you, I needed to look at Nate's face to remember who the hell's Nate, Nate? exactly, and who's Christina? <laughs> Nate was from Are You the One. Christina was the Christina. girl. Who I'm thinking Christina I, from Bachelorette. Like or no. that's what I'm thinking of. Who's Christina? Christina was the the girl who Tony Raines got a little in trouble with on like, remember the blonde? like, to, huh? Blonde, Christina. Yeah. yeah. Oh. When um. But Tony Raines always gets in trouble with blondes, so it's not really narrowing it down when I say blonde. <laughs> that wasn't a that wasn't a bold uh, a bold guess by me. <laughs> not really a bold guess, but yes, Christina LeBlanc. It's very close to Stephen LaFranc. I mean, just saying. Um, okay, okay, I got you. Do you remember her now? Yeah. Right, yeah. So that was Sorry, their... Steve, Steve just sent me a link to, to look at her. I sent the link, yes. So that's that's, that's, where, that's where we go on that. Uh, she's feeling very, very happy and, and joyful. And then it gets to the big moment. Gets to the big moment where it's time to figure out... If Nani is going to take Fessy (laughs) in the most unsurprising move in challenge history, she decides to take Fessy. And, you know, Fessy gives Anissa a hug, which I thought was a very nice thing to do. (laughs) He didn't jump off the top of the railing, which I thought he was going to do. Just like pull CT. Yeah, he was he was he learned from CT last week. Yep. Yep. Oh, I'm gonna give her a hug, wish her well. You know, uh, we wish you well on your future endeavors. You know the <laughs> the line when you get fired from a company. Um, she go, he goes down there, is partnered up, and now it's time for Anissa because her partner was stolen to pick the partner, and Kyle is like, please pick Corey, please pick Corey. <laughs> I can't do my bear impersonation anymore. I have to work on a. I have to work on a Kyle. I have to work on a Kyle one for everybody. <laughs> I promise you, I will work on a Kyle impression. I have to listen to it a bit more. But he was saying, "Please, please pick, please pick Corey." She does not pick Corey. And in our quote of the week, we have some of the best audio from this episode from Kyle. And we'll talk about it on the other side. I hate this game. <laughs> this sucks. It's gonna be a blast. Oh, hey, Anissa. <laughs> oh, hey, Anissa is an all-time classic line. Oh, hey, Anissa. 
Oh, man, he's up. <laughs> Great to see you here. Now, what you don't hear, obviously, in that is as Anissa runs up, she slapped Kyle's ass, and they have a shot of TJ Lavin trying not to hysterically cry with laughter. Yeah, yeah. He is trying not to break at a level I've never seen before. It was absolute amazing television. TJ just like holding it back, trying not to laugh. And Kyle's just like, oh, this is, this is, I hate this show, which yeah. is great because last week he was like, I love this show. Yeah. This week, I hate this game. And that's, that's where we leave off going into uh, next week where we don't know what specifically is going on next week. It is going to be quite, quite the interesting thing to see how things play out. But again, um, kind of boring episode but yeah. but kyle saving us there with the comedy at the end was definitely yeah i mean kyle with that and then it was it was great it was a great moment to see nani like i always love you know someone is able to do something that they can genuinely be like that proud of themselves and like yeah. she has faced a lot of adversity and for her to finally like finally win one i'm sure she felt everything was stacked up against her and she was probably nervous as all hell and like probably all this doubt and everything for her to be able to in, in a nail that to be down one nothing and then yeah to be able to do that and fight through and win like i, I can't imagine how good that felt for her so that, yeah. that was really awesome to see i was yeah. really happy about that it was it was good it was it was it was nice to see uh she finally got her skull uh we have now two people left without gold skulls they are Corey and big t uh who knows what's going to happen next week with that all right, guys, we have some reviews to get to this week. Usually we do these at the beginning, but your boy forgot because I was really <laughs> excited for all the great sound of this week. Too excited for the takes. It happens. You know, I just I was so pumped about the bros talking like bros, you know, or it was a killer I'm sorry, segment, bro. Let me let me let me make sure I get that right for for our, for a our sponsor. Bros talking like bros. Moment of the week brought to you by Manscaper Trails. <laughs> Again, Manscaper sliding them DMs. We ready. We ready for that partnership, man's. Yeah, we ready. We ready to do this. All right, reviews. Yeah. Here we go. Now let me let me preface this by saying, since Brooke took her hiatus from the Right Reality Podcast, the official unofficial, we have been waiting with bated breath. And maybe that's not the right term. We have been we have been crawled up in the corner, scared, waiting for reviews, one stars, talking about how terrible the take pros are. Mm -hmm. Like you guys suck without Brooke. You guys suck. Blah, blah, blah. Bring Brooke back. I come here only for Brooke. Who are you two clowns? Because yep. we've had we have had those reviews in the past. We definitely have. Yes, we've, we, we've had a few of those. So we were just waiting for them to flood in. This week, we received a review that allowed me to come out of the, the, the corner of the room, which I sit in all week, waiting for reviews, just scared and nervous. And this one comes from Kayla D space E. And it's a three star. It's a three star. Okay. We're working on it. Okay. She says, so much greatness this season without Brooke. Keep it coming. Oh, that was sweet. That's very sweet. Thank you. We're trying. We realize she brings the heat and you all love her. We're trying. So, Kayla, thank you very much yeah. for, like, giving us the understanding that, like, that we can do this as two bros. <laughs> um, now, we did ask last week, you know, or the week before, you know, hey, if you want to, you know, we had somebody slide, basically into our reviews and be like, yo, um, it's from Mandy. She was like, I'll, I'll be, I'll be the new Brooke. Like mm -hmm. I'll be your new female co-host. And that has opened up the floodgates. It has. We have two more entries this oh week boy. into the reviews of co-host resumes and female co-host. And let me tell you, ladies, Keep them coming. Bring it on. We're going to read them. We're going to start. First of all, 
whatever whoever sent this, and I think I know who you are because you, um, I think you might have uh, DM'd us as well. I I can't remember who's who because your names are different on here. But we're gonna have to work on your name if we pick you, because your name on iTunes not really great. It doesn't roll off the tongue. It's Steve, <laughs> it's Justin. And it's going to be hard for me. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Right Reality Podcast. I'm Steve. And Justin goes, I'm Justin. And then you go, I'm CT86376533785. <laughs> Just doesn't roll off the tongue. And I don't think it's going to be good in like a, a, in a title descriptor with all that. So I think that could be workshopped pretty easily. It could be workshopped. It can be workshop. Yeah. We'll get on a Zoom. We'll we'll do a breakout yeah. section on the Zoom. Definitely. We'll talk Definitely. about it. Uh, it starts with a five star. It says co-host resume. Hey, guys. Love the pot. Love the air horns. You, you love an air horn? It's air horn. You already know the way to Steve's heart. I mean, you're in. <laughs> I'm not reading anything else. You're in. It, it continues. Lifelong challenge fan. And I've... And since I heard you're taking applications for a new female co-host, I'd like to take this opportunity to give you my hot take for the week to display my value. All right. Hot take. Get the AC on real quick. Here we go. Seriously, I just cranked it up a little bit and turned the fan on, too. It's good. It's my opinion. <clears throat> hold on. Hold on. Let me make sure I'm, I'm in the moment to read your hot take. I want to make sure I'm doing it justice. Hmm. It is my opinion that CT had to drop Big T in the manner that he did because she is likely to see an elimination soon. And if he had respectfully severed ties, there's a chance she would have stolen him back if she won the elimination. For the betterment of his own game, he needed to do exactly what he did to ensure she wouldn't want him back. Wow, that is a hot take. That is a hot take. Wow. Wow, bringing value. So she's saying that CT was playing the long game and that was all part of the master plan. Wow. Ladies, the bar's been set. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's a good take. The bar's been set, ladies. It's a good take. CT, listen, CT86376533785. Great hot take. That, that, that's, a, that's, a, and that's a hot, that's hot. That's a, a hot, hot take. take. Yeah. We're going like back to the early days of the pod. Wow. Hot take. <laughs> hot take. Whew, boy, I'm glad to turn the AC on. I got to cool myself down here. Yeah, for real. The next is from uh, Luna Jules. All right. Uh, and it says, you need me as your female co-host. All right. Well, bar's been said okay. high. Bar's been said high. I want to be on the podcast, it says. I've been watching the challenge, real world, are you the one, teen mom, and more MTV classics since 2006. Okay. She's starting it like a regular resume. Just like, here we go. I like it. This is what like I've it. done. Here's my experience level. I watched Survivor and Big Brother, too. Okay. All right. Luna Jules. Okay. I am... Um, so I have a grasp on cast members. I am well-versed in all things MTV from recent as uh, and past, such as Susie, Evan, Kenny, Coral, CT, and DM's whole relationship. Right. I watched Tony Raines on Skeletons. Yeah, you did. Wait, 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 Thank you. Uh, Those of you who watch Tony Rains on Skeletons know what that wait, <laughs> know what, wait, wait, what wait, that's about. Wait, 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 wait. I have to go watch that again after we record yeah, it. This so is going to be great. I watched Tony Rains on Skeletons, saw Ashley Mitchell and Corey's real world season. I even own a pair. Whoa. She even owns a pair of Sarah Rice's official challenge shorts that she bought at an auction. That's a way to Steve's heart. Well, Steve loves him some Sarah Rice. I do love me some Sarah Rice, and that is a pretty pretty cool thing to, to just buy, some, buy some swag at an auction. That's cool. After watching episodes, I get deep in analytical discussions with fellow viewers. I think I have a lot to offer and bring to the oh. pod. 
Are you saying you have your own conspiracy corner? Luna Jules conspiracy. I was going to say Steve loves analytical discussions, so Love this is also good. playing right to Steve's wheelhouse. Like, ladies, you just know what's happening. You just bring in the goods <laughs> that you know you need to sell me on here. I have a lot to offer and bring to the pod. Never mind my charming personality and tolerance for airlines. <laughs> Now, I have to ask here, Justin, as we wrap up with about two minutes left here. Tolerance for air horns. Tolerance. Not Mm. a love for air horns. I respect keeping it real, though. If you know what, if it it doesn't love air horns, but tolerates, I expect keeping it real. That's a good point. Great point. Great point. Well, you don't, want someone be, you don't want someone lying about it. Be like, oh, yeah, no, I love the air horns. You don't want that. You know what? That's a really good point. Like, don't lie in your interviews and be like, oh, yeah, I love, like, cleaning bathrooms. And then when we, like, tell you you need to clean bathrooms, you're like, I don't really like it. But in your interview, you said you loved it. I was just saying that so you guys would like me. Don't do that. Don't <laughs> do that. So right now, Luna... CT eight nine three seven six five five three three seven eight five five, and Mandy Wags. The bar has been set. Other ladies who might want to be our, uh, our yeah, our, a new Brooke, if you will. So, let us know. Slide into those reviews. Leave a review. Give a hot I take. Think you need to. Uh, I, I think you got to get. I think we. I think you need to get like a. A recorded take or something from maybe Ooh. like at the end of the season we can get like recorded takes from I like that I like that I like that at the end of this whoever has reached out left a review with a take in there we'll reach out at the end of the season during the off season and we'll do a little recorded takes and see how that goes I like it see how buttery your voice is is what we're trying to say yeah I like it. All righty, guys. Well, that will wrap it up for this week. We appreciate you being here, as always. We look forward to seeing you next week where we have a review about that. We'll probably talk a little Bachelor after the final Mm. rose, perhaps. Lots of stuff going on in Bachelor Nation. My love of my life, Katie, is going to be the Bachelor. Oh, God. All right. We'll see you next (laughs) week. Bye. (laughs) 